Welcome to The City That Votes, a new series from the Chicago Board of Elections taking you behind the polling place curtain for a look and listen at how our election system works in the Windy City. I'm Max Bever, Director of Public Information and your host for the program. Chicago is an election town. Voting seems to be hardwired into our DNA. And I know many folks around here that even consider Election Day to be their favorite holiday, or at the very least, placing it somewhere between the 4th of July and Arbor Day. And every year on Election Day, around 14,000 Chicagoans get up before dawn, 4 a.m., even 3 a.m., and help administer our city's election operations, one of the largest in the country with over 1.58 million registered voters. And who are these hopefully well-caffeinated people staffing our polling places and vote centers? Well, they're our next-door neighbors, students and seniors and everyone in between, thousands of registered voters who serve as our essential election judges and coordinators. They help the Board of Elections protect the rights of all voters to cast their ballots, independently and in a safe and quiet environment, free of interference or intimidation. They are the people power behind the city that votes. And when you're at the polls, you might have also found yourself wondering, how are these judges chosen? How do they get trained? What do they get paid? What else do they have to do to wrap up at the end of Election Day? And those questions and more are on my mind as we speak today with Audra Lewicki, Community Services Manager for the Chicago Board of Elections. Audra oversees a division responsible for hiring and training our city's poll workers, the people who check you into the poll book and process your ballot. Audra, thank you so much for joining us on the first episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me. So you are the Community Services Divisions Manager. Correct. So your division, what does that oversee at the Board of Elections? I like to think of it as the fun, people-oriented division. <laughs> so we handle all of our 14,000 poll workers that work with us on Election Day. We handle all of the translations that, you know, all of the ballot translations, the form translations, our recruitment and training efforts, also recruit and train volunteer deputy registrars. Sounds like you're a very busy division. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a little break between the June 28th election, or it just seems like you're always busy. There's a little bit of a break right now, but we are still busy getting ready with, we have a new online training that we want to roll out before the June election. Um, so that's filming later this fall. And then June and November are so close to each other that we really need to be prepping for November um, even before June. So we'll be prepping for two elections at the same time. So preparations are well underway. Yes. <laughs> you, you had mentioned 14,000 poll workers. So one of the things I'm curious about is what is the difference between the poll workers, differences between an election judge and a coordinator, say? So an election judge is, that role is governed by our election code. So election judges, there are at least five of them in every precinct. They set up the polling place they set up the equipment, they help election day run smoothly, they make sure they're processing voters and verifying identity by signature, of course. They distribute the correct ballots to voters. Um, sometimes they serve as translators, depending on if that precinct requires language assistance. And then at the end of the night, they transmit all of the results um, to our central servers and then shut down the precinct. Election coordinators, they are a role that the board created to help troubleshoot the equipment and set up polling places so that they're more accessible to all voters, but definitely voters who um, have disabilities. Mm -hmm. So do you have to live in the city uh, and be a registered voter to be an election judge? You have to be a registered voter in Cook County. 
we prefer that you do live in the city because you're going to be assigned to a precinct in the city. Mm -hmm. um, so if you live in Oak Park, say, um, we can't assign you to a precinct there. We would have to assign you to a precinct on the west side or somewhere close to Oak Park, but still in the city. Um, same with election coordinators. You have to be a registered voter um, in Cook County, um, but we do prefer that you live in the city of Chicago. So that's good to know. So yeah. if you do live in an outer suburb, but you'd be having to drive 10 to 20 miles maybe to your assignment then, correct? Exactly. All yeah. right. Uh, how much are each paid? Uh, I know that this is a paid gig. Yeah. So um, election judges, they are paid a total of $230 for working the entire day. And that includes going to training. So if they meet all of those requirements, they make $230. Um, they can make it additional money if they volunteer to bring their cell phone or pick up supplies before the election or drop off supplies after the election. They're paid $25 more for each of those roles. Election coordinators are paid a flat stipend of $450. Wow, so with almost 14,000 poll workers at any given election, the Board of Elections is maybe one of the largest employers in Chicago for at least one day? <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. So you started talking about training and the training sessions that yeah. judges undertake. Um, what happens during these training sessions? So in an ideal non-pandemic world, we hold training in person, typically at a central downtown location. Um, we have um, 40 to 60 people in each training session. It's a mix of lecture as well as hands-on training. Mm -hmm. So three times during the four-hour class, the group breaks up into 10 smaller groups so that they get to actually set up the equipment and touch it and learn about it and see all of the ins and outs of exactly what they're going to be doing on election day. So election judges, they attend a four-hour training and election coordinators attend an eight-hour training that's split into two sessions. In a pandemic world, we've had to adjust how we train. Um, and so we film an online training that we're currently updating and poll workers can view the online training, are required to view the online training before election day. So tell me a little bit about 2020 and the pandemic <laughs> and your job recruiting election judges and coordinators. Was it a difficult task? Uh, what were your challenges and some of your successes? It was definitely difficult at first. We had no idea what to expect. We were, at that point, just to remind everyone, we were going back into a pretty severe lockdown and really high COVID numbers. And so we didn't know how bad it was going to get before election day. So we really, it's really hard to plan when you have no idea <laughs> what mm -hmm. could happen. Um, so we didn't know, you know, what's going to happen when we don't have in-person training for the poll workers. You know, when your alarm goes off at 3.30 in the morning <laughs> and don't have that sense of community that you maybe would have felt if you went to an in-person training, mm -hmm. it takes a heck of a lot of motivation to get yourself to a 17-hour job. <laughs> and luckily, there are a lot of people in Chicago who I still am so grateful for who recognized that there were a lot of, a lot of people in their communities who couldn't work who couldn't go to the polling place to serve their neighbors. And uh, so other people stepped up and said, you know what, even though I've never done this before, I care for my neighbors and I want to make sure everyone is safe. I am, for example, not immunocompromised mm -hmm. and I have the day that I can take off. 
So I am going to do something I've never done before and serve my city. So we thought it was going to be really difficult to get poll workers given the state of the pandemic. But in reality, we had so many people who gave their days and their their time and their love to the election. That's really inspiring to hear. I know that, you know, came March, I was pretty worried if, you know, the election was going to get canceled or if people would have enough judges to open up all the polling places. But I mean, your team really pulled it off. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So thank you, Chicago. If anyone um, who served on election day is hearing this, thank you. We are so grateful to you. Well, just hearing you explain the training and what went into it, I was flashing back to the last time I was an election judge. And (laughs) I hate to admit, it probably was when I was back in college. I think I was 22. But, uh, you know, when we were talking before, I didn't know that Chicago had such a big student judge program between both high school and college. Uh, And that seemed to be a pretty big success for you last year, too. Yes. So we typically partner with an organization called Mikva Challenge. Um, We've partnered with them for over 10 years now. We have a great collaboration where they are in Chicago public schools and they work with teachers to do most of the recruitment for us in high schools. And then we bring the students on and train them. During the pandemic, Mikva Challenge could not participate in the program, so we took on the program ourselves and it was still very successful, which just goes to show the groundwork that has been really put in through teachers and principals to really show students how important it is to serve as poll workers. The groundwork was done and we just had to give them that opportunity. And am I getting this number right? There was over 2,200 student judges uh, last year? Yes, you are absolutely right. We have one of the most successful and well-known student judge programs in the country. Well, you know that Chicago loves their bragging rights, so (laughs) that we've got the strongest in the country. That's amazing to hear. I do have a couple of additional questions about who people might see in the polls on election day. And I've always had a question, what's the difference between a poll watcher and an election judge? So what exactly is a poll watcher? So a poll watcher is someone who is observing the precinct and what's happening in the precinct on election day to make sure that our elections are free and fair and transparent. Um, We do not assign poll watchers or really have much to do with them at all other than we provide credentials to either community organizations, candidates, or the political parties. So if someone wants to be a poll watcher, they don't come to the Board of Elections. They can go to their favorite candidate or to their party affiliation in the neighborhood um, or to a community group. So poll watchers are a very important part of what keeps elections free and fair. I got you. But it's nobody that's hired by or trained by the Chicago Board of Elections. They're people that need to reach out to any of those three organizations. Exactly. Poll watchers can also include Cook County State's Attorneys, um, United States State's Attorneys, or the um, Department of Justice. You know, that's really helpful for me to think through all the different people that are involved within a polling place. So one other thought that is off top of my head, uh, what's with the stickers that judges wear that identify their political party? Is that something that's provided by the Board of Elections? Yeah, so that's a really important part of an election judge assignment is when you serve as an election judge, you are serving the two biggest political parties in the state. So currently, that is the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And so election judges are split throughout the city, half Democrat, half Republican, and that way we are ensuring that each party is represented in each precinct. 
if you are serving, this is a little into the weeds, but I'm still going to say it. If you are serving in a precinct that is an odd number, there will be more Republican judges than there are Democratic judges. If you are serving in a precinct that is an even number, there will be more Democratic judges than there will be Republican judges. So, you know, there's a little nuance there, but we want to make sure that in each precinct, each party is represented. But we can't have even numbers because sometimes election judges have to vote on a matter whether or not they believe, you know, a signature matches and proves the identity of a voter. And if we have even numbers, then possibly we could have an even, like a tie in the voting. Uh, So the two stickers also designate if the election judge is a Democratic election judge or a Republican election judge. So more fun with transparency for judges and anybody who goes into a polling place. Correct. Well, I'm glad I know more about that now. So it sounds like everyone's welcome, come one, come all, when it comes to applying to be an election judge. So how can people sign up to be a judge or coordinator for the upcoming June 28th election? Election judges and election coordinators can apply to serve on election day through our online application on our website. That's pollworker.chicagoelections, that's plural, .gov. All right, so people can be on the lookout starting February 2022? Yes. All right. And for people who might just be curious or returning election judges, are there any ways that they can get themselves prepared to be a judge ahead of time? Yeah, definitely. So they can review their handbook, the handbook that was distributed to every poll worker in November of 2020 will be very similar to the one that we distribute for the election in June of 2022. Um, If you are not a poll worker, um, you can go to our website and we have videos up of how a precinct runs and how the equipment works. And sounds like we'll have some fresh videos come next year. Yes, we will have some fresh um, online training videos in the spring of next year for everyone to review. All right. Audra, thank you so much for joining us for our first episode of the podcast. I'm sure that I'll be talking to you plenty of times in the future. And it sounds like your team's got their work cut out for them for the next election. You know it. Thanks so much, Max. All right. Thank you, Audra. Thank you again to Audra for joining us today, and thank you to all of our election judges and coordinators. You are our essential frontline workers for free and fair elections in Chicago. And we have four elections coming up in a row from June 2022 to April 2023, and we will need a lot of assistance in the near future. Applications for election judges and coordinators for the June 28th election will be live starting in February 2022 at pollworker.chicagoelections.gov. Until then, you can learn more or view our video trainings on our website at chicagoelections.gov. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of The City That Votes from the Chicago Board of Elections. Please follow us on social media. We are at Chicago Election on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And leave us a review when you've got the time. Or contact me at communications at chicagoelections.gov and let me know what you might want to hear and know more about behind the scenes at the Chicago Board of Elections. Until next time, I'm Max Bever, Director of Public Information, and thank you for listening.